Good morning, Chuck. Dave, what's happening? How you doing, my friend? I am well. It's good to be here. There's somebody sitting between us, kind of staring feel, at us. I feel like something's watching, watching <laughs> us. Somebody's watching you. Somebody's watching you. Uh, uh, who sings that song? I don't know. <laughs> let's let Is them, that a song? Let's let them sing I it. I, I made it up. Yeah. I thought I made it up. Can we start over? That's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello, and welcome to the Mission City Podcast. In today's session, we have our missions pastor, Donnie Anthony, joining us to share about all things missions here at Mission City. It's quite literally in our name. There are a lot of ways that God calls all of us to go and share the gospel. So I hope that today's session encourages you to take the next step in getting involved in missions. Let's go ahead and get into today's session. Here are our campus pastors, Dave and Chuck. Hey, good morning, Chuck Foster. How you doing, buddy? Good, Dave. How are you doing? It's good to be here this morning. Uh... I am doing great, but uh, there's somebody staring at me here yeah. in the middle of us. Yes, Who is that? we, we got we got somebody with us. Somebody's is, watching me. This is gonna be like a ping pong man. Absolutely, watching a ping pong. Yeah, you'll yeah. get a neck injury just like I had. Once. Oh uh, no, you, you, you'll be out of balance I don't want in a that. while. That's no. True. Yeah. So we have Donnie Anthony here, who is our missions pastor here at Mission City, and we're excited to have you in the house today, Thanks. Donnie Anthony. Thanks. It's it's good to see you, man. You you have uh, you've been a very instrumental person in my walk. Just wanted you to know from the get go. Met you at a golf course. We we're playing golf. At, I remember uh, that Top Tio Springs at a at a booster club tournament, <laughs> yes. and I ran into you and Wes, and y'all had a tent out there just giving stuff away, That's and, right. and uh, y'all made a huge impact That's with me. Cool. And, and very cool. One of the big reasons why I'm at Mission City is you and Wes, and the impact you guys made on me that day. And I think it's 2019 at a. It's been a while at the uh, at the tournament. That so, wasn't very long ago. <laughs> yeah, feels like forever. But you know, it's really cool. Anything that, pre-COVID is a long time ago. Yeah, or in it a, feels like in a time very long ago. Yeah, Was it right. how Star Wars starts yeah, out? Yeah, right. absolutely, man. Yeah, well, no. we got Donnie here, and he's uh, it's good to be able to 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 find out a little bit more about Donnie. You know, Donnie's been. You've been a part. How'd you get here, Donnie? He's been at Mission City since 1927. No! <laughs> Stop. I'm no, not that old. You I actually think... came to Mission City as the youth pastor, right? I did in, in 1998. Did they call it youth pastor back then or was the youth director? No, not that far back. <laughs> I've been called that, but it was a long time ago. Yeah, so I came here in 98 and did eight and a half years. I served as a youth minister and loved every minute. Is that right? It was great. And how did you transition into the role as the missions guy? Is that something that has always sort of captivated your heart when you were doing youth? Did you get, did you? Yeah, that, you've done a little on? bit of everything, haven't you? You know, they call me the minister miscellaneous because I've just, I've got like six business cards from just this church alone. But You're the Swiss army I, knife, huh? I love it. Yeah. Anywhere they need to need help. But yeah, I came as student pastor and then in 2005, um, we had had such a good assistant. The youth minister that came in was so talented and so good. In fact, he was a kid that he came here on staff, and he led my son in the student ministry here to the Lord at the same age I led him to the Lord in Houston or wow. in Spring, Texas. Cool. So he was there doing a great job, and the pastor at the time said, look, all you do with youth ministry is missions anyway. So why don't you let him take that and you take the missions? So in 2005, became the missions pastor here at Mission City Church, and I've been doing it ever since. That plus something. It's usually that, missions and. Yeah. 
multiple roles. I think we all feel yeah. sort of no, fill right. some multiple role roles here on campus, whether yeah. you're a campus pastor or not. And I know Donnie still continues to not only work with missions, but he 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 works with couples and does a lot of that and counseling and, and it's been great to sprinkle in some hospital visits here. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, he does a great job. And he's and he's an outstanding mechanic, uh, auto guy. <laughs> This guy's a car guy. He's a guru. Minister of transportation. Minister of transportation. I'm going to get some cards. Yeah, that would be good. Cool. That'd be a good role. Yeah. You'd like that, wouldn't you? I'd love that. Do a garage ministry. Well, tell us a little bit about your role in missions, what you do, yeah, and you know, kind of help us uh, kind of flesh out Donnie Anthony's role here. Going, going back to when I became missions pastor in 2005, we were a great giving church. Uh, at that time, not as much a going church. And so I kind of asked, what's the strategy? What's our uh, kind of our belief and our philosophy? And there wasn't as much of clear focus on that. So I started praying and, and asking God. And to be honest, it, it hasn't changed much because we are really laser focused on assisting and planting churches. So that's what we did back then. We kind of said, uh-huh. that's going to be our deal, because we believe the church is, is a hope for the world. And when you do ministry, there's so many other churches that do wells, and that is super important, orphanages. And sometimes those come into what we do, but we always try to connect it with a church, because then the results are there sure. when you leave, the follow-up. So, yeah, that's kind of our big picture, is we love to plant churches Sometimes we're assisting newer churches, helping them, uh, just strengthening them. But it's pretty much around. Now, we do a lot of children's ministry just because everywhere I've ever been in the world, if you love my kids, I love you. Yeah, yeah. And that's just been mm-hmm. an open door. So kind of share a little bit. We have four or five church plants uh, that we support and partner with in the state of Colorado, different places, Denver, Longmont, different places like that. And I know you just came back from there this last week. I know you were there Sunday in uh, Colorado because you texted uh, us a picture. Uh, you were with Keith, I believe, on uh, mm-hmm. Sunday morning, or you were at his church. But I know you visit all them. So kind of share a little bit about those churches in Colorado, what they have going on, and what we do uh, for the church plants in Colorado. Yeah, we do have four in the Denver area. And the way that came about, our pastor was approached by the North American Mission Board to say, look, they study and always say, what's the area where there's the greatest need? And Denver area was so incredibly unchurched, underserved, just not the evangelical, much less, you know, any kind of churches that are really preaching the gospel. And they came. I heard Chris Phillips say there was like one church for ever certain 35,000 people, but there was like one dispensary, (laughs) marijuana dispensary for like what, like a thousand people. And so there's more dispensaries than there are church opportunities. Yeah, you see them on every corner, kind of like you see churches on every corner here. That was a a big eye opening when I went to Denver with Matt and Pastor Matt and and it was like, that was, that is very eye opening. So we're, we're financially supporting all four because at the very beginning, as you know, and especially you've done church planning, it is so difficult just to get off the ground. Anything in life, that, that starting is hard. So we get, give them financial support, and then we also give them moral support, prayer support. We're uh, looking at sending teams to them 
and helping out. So yeah, there are four different churches in different phases, but they are all growing and they're going, and it's been fun to watch them over the mm-hmm. last couple of years. Uh, and they're going to make it. And let me tell you, that's good. 86% of every church plant right. in the last five years in Colorado has failed. Yeah. Well, you but know, these are you, strong. you brought up the North American Mission Board. We partner with them. And one of the questions that we've gotten from people is, why do we partner with the North American Mission Board? And why do we partner with the International Mission Board? Because um, yeah. a lot of people don't understand how integral that is and how we can come alongside not just it's not just us as a lone church supporting them but they also got the support of the north american mission board so kind of share a little bit about why we partner with nam and the imb you know we's better than me always man if we can get with somebody and that's why some of those church plants did not survive it was somebody that was a single church supporting that church had hard times they couldn't help but pull back and that's what happens but when you have a group uh, of churches like north american mission board then each of us is doing our part so there's just so much strength in numbers and so man we get a lot of benefit from their direction they exegete the culture of each place and say what is it that's needed how do you reach people they train our church planners so we're not just we can't do the training really right. for those church planners mm-hmm. they can do the the training and assistance resources, and they network us yeah. resources so it's been really wonderful and they give them a certain amount of finances you know until they can become Self-sufficient. Self-sufficient. So that's good. Now, on the International Mission Board side, I feel even stronger because while we go to very solid, safe, right now in Africa, for example, we're in a very stable area. It's not dangerous. Is that that Zambia? In Zambia. I was going to ask you. uh, Look at that. I've really worked on my pronunciation. That's nice. Those vocabulary (laughs) lessons are paying off. Hooked on on phonics works for me. Well, when we're there, for example, with the International Mission Board, we're building and standing on the shoulders of 50 years in Zambia where they've had a beautiful complex. We're able to stay in a secure area and get our home base set up. And then from there, we go out and plant churches. If something were to happen, someone, it could happen here, but a car accident or someone gets injured seriously. With International Mission Board, we are immediately know that we're going to be taken care of. They have medevac capability. They are in touch with all the embassies should anything strange happen in the country. It was just such a good covering. And then their strategy, when we do that, each one of our team members is vetted in a process to make sure that they know how to work with children and how to keep children safe mm-hmm. um, and, and to manage all sorts of risk and training. Right. There's a lot of benefits. Yeah. We, we, of course, when we, you go on a, on a mission trip, you want to be safe, but the, the living out the gospel is not about safety. It's about sharing God's word around the world, being, mm-hmm. being the hands and feet of Jesus, like he calls us to go and to baptize nations, you know, and, and, yeah. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost part of the earth, and so safety was never like, you know, oh, and we will protect you. It will be, no, it's not. It's not always a safe thing. We're not guaranteed here, or right? There. right. We so, do go to places we feel we can take care of our people, right? But yeah, there's no eliminating right. all risk, right? Absolutely, I know, and it's yeah. it's been exciting to see what we're doing in Zambia and in Puerto Rico. I think you you 
yeah. a, a new partner in Puerto Rico? Yeah, you know, right now the Puerto Rico uh, church planting movement is also under North American Mission Board because it is oh, a U.S. Correct. territory. But uh, likewise, we, in 2017, when Maria just decimated that island, then what happened in the wake of that, there was a sudden spiritual interest. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when people start to see their need and feel that need, there's been a move, a new move of church planting in Puerto Rico. So they ask us to come alongside. We've helped strengthen one church, helped plant one church, and we are now moving to the southern part of the island to work with a different church a little further away from San Juan, a little more remote area in San Germán, and we'll be there this next summer again helping to plant a brand, a new church. So it's very exciting. Yeah, I love whenever we see God do those things in the midst of difficulties because if you look at church history, and I'm talking church history in the book of Acts all the way up to church history just from last year, let's say, the church thrives during persecution and disaster. Mm -hmm. Like when you look in the book of Acts, it was never safe for them to accept Christ. And I know friends of mine that have been in places in Africa and they share the gospel. And this one friend of mine was telling me that he shared the gospel and they were having a baptism service. And all the people that had gotten saved that morning showed up with their stuff. And he's like, what are they doing? They've got like bags full of their clothes and stuff. And they're like, they can't live in there with their family anymore. They were Muslim. They've converted to Christianity. They could be killed. And oh, so man. now we have to, as the church, our responsibility is not just sharing the gospel, not just baptizing them, handing them a Bible. Now we have to take them in because they have nowhere else to go. And so we really see that in third world countries, the church really being that church in Acts. And, and that's and, always excited to and, be a part of, right? In that case, the church becomes their family. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. And, yeah, sometimes, you know, that's why I love to take people on mission trips. When you take somebody, and I really fight so hard against this feeling some churches have, because you're sitting in the pew and you're like, oh, that's for the elite God squad. Yeah. Those, there's a certain group that's kind of, they do. Super no, Christian. this is not for the super Christian. This is for everyone. Right. We've taken people who really have only been saved a few months before and we've taken them and trained them and they go on mission man their life is never the same they yeah. see the cost yeah. of following jesus in some other places and you just i said one time when we were going on a youth mission trip i got in front of the parents and i didn't realize what i was saying i told all the parents we're going to bring different kids back than we take right. and they're like Wait a minute. Yeah, we want our kids back. <laughs> we want our kids to come back. I wouldn't have said that, but you know. <laughs> I was like, never mind. I mean, they will be different yeah. when they come back. And that happens on Mission yeah, That kind of leads me sort of in our, you know, what's the, what's the most important thing you want Mission City to understand about missions? If you were like, you got the platform, like, Donnie, this is your time. Yeah. Stress the most important thing for us. You know, this is going to sound maybe a little out there, but I'm going to tell you. Imagine Donnie Don't. saying something way out there. I would say this. Don't pray about if you go. Pray about which trip. I mean, which place. Because we. here's the thing I say. Look, the Great Commission is not the Great Suggestion, and Acts 1-8 is not multiple choice. Yeah. Some folks are like, oh, Jerusalem, Judea, I choose Samaria. But no, that was issued to us all yeah. to be involved in each one of those local, yeah. national, international. So I would just say that 
Ask God. And when you do, give Him your unconditional yes. There's not that many people in the world that I can give a blank check to and trust them, but you can do that with God. Just put your yes on the table. Now, God, which one? Where do you want me to go? I would just love for, for you to go with us on one of these mission trips or to work with us locally, wherever it is. I believe God wants to use our members, and they come back with such joy and such fire. So that's and not big and that serves away. the church well too, because I know when I've led the churches I've been at on mission trips and, and things like that, and we've gone, they come back so passionate. Now they're sharing with their neighbor. Now they're getting plugged into a local. So it's not like you go, you turn it off when you get home. That's, right. and that's what a lot of people think of. They're like, well, I'll go on this deal, but then I won't go next door. I'm willing to go a thousand miles and pay thousands of dollars, but I won't do the free next door to invite my neighbor to church. And I'm saying you can do both. You you can go next door and you can go to Zambia, Puerto Rico, or wherever the Holy Spirit is leading you to go and watch God transform you and your family. And I would even encourage people uh, to think about Colorado as a family mission trip, maybe mm-hmm. over the summer. They would love, you don't even have to think about 40 people going or 50 people going. They yeah. would love to have one family show up and just serve for that. What would that look like? In if fact, Dave they, Cash, yeah. his wife Ashley and their two kids wanted to go to Colorado or Chuck and Cheryl. That is specifically what they ask for. When yeah, I said recently, when I recently said, how can we help? They said, well, look, you guys are helping financially. And from time to time, it's nice to have 30 youth students come in, but that requires a ton of work on their part. That's, that's a burden. It, could it be, is. Could it could burden. be. So what they've said is micro mission trips. Maybe there's a couple of families that want to fly into Denver and, and maybe fly in a day early and just go do whatever you want to do on that Friday evening or Saturday. But Sunday, they said, if you would come, we do. They do tons of setup, tons of teardown. Every single piece, right. in most of their mm-hmm. cases, has to be set up and torn down. That would be a big help. Even uh, getting before you leave, you can get uh, a background check, and then you could do childcare right. to give and let them their childcare yeah, workers have the enjoy day. the service. Let their That's setup right. people they get take to that go to church because mm-hmm. we show up and everything's set up. Yes, you know what I'm saying, and that's a blessing. But yeah. for those guys, 5 a.m., mm-hmm. they're fo- unfolding chairs or they're going to a U, you know, a U-Haul place or whatever where they've got the stage stuff and the sound stuff. They pull their the trailers stuff. all the way to the side. Yeah, and then they, they yeah. load it and then they drive to the deal. And then it's got to come down. So they've been up since 5 a.m. And oftentimes they're not done till 3 in the afternoon. Yeah. So what a blessing yeah. to take just a setup team like on the weekend. Sure. That would be a lot of fun. I know Cheryl and I have talked about, hey, let's let's go. We, we love Colorado anyway. I mean, it's a great place to go vacation. Why right. not, you know, right. Take a t- t- find a time in the summer. Take a weekend. Maybe fly in on a Saturday. Go a day serve, or two. We'll make a serve, big difference. Serve on a Sunday and then go enjoy a vacation uh, on the way out. Yeah, but you, you still, both, I mean, it's, sure. it's a great yep. it's a great way to fly in, do some do some fun Colorado, yep. and still serve the church and uh, and make it a, make it a great make it a really that's even a better weekend, a better trip when you can serve as well. well yeah, when, especially when you can do it alongside of. With your family and really, yeah. you know, for me to be able to show my son and my, you know, show yeah. our daughter, hey, look, you know, let's That's begin right. serving in that. And so it's really important that you take a look at missioncity.church, 
Check out our missions page because we always have, we have trips coming up a lot of times. So check out the website, check out uh, your page and see, shoot you a text message or an email and find out. We can get you plugged in yeah. locally. We have our every, every week we have a an amazing food ministry. While I'm sitting here, I just went down and checked on them. Man, they're like ants. <coughs> oh, they yeah. are organizing all the food into family packs. Families are down there. They're going to hear the gospel, Mass. and then they're going to get food. So man is a ministry, church under the bridge, homeless ministry. We have local ministries. We can plug you in. Families, you mentioned that, Dave. What a great thing. Yeah, and life groups. Go life with groups your son or daughter on one of our mission trips. That is, We have had several groups do that. Yeah, It's fantastic when you take your child and serve the Lord, no matter where it is, together in missions. I know our students went to Brownsville, and they came oh, back, yeah. and the next week we had kids extravaganza, and, and those kids that went to Brownsville were like, hey, we, we want to serve in kids extravaganza because yeah. we got a— Man, yeah. we, we, we saw what it felt like to share the gospel and love kids. And I'm so glad to be at a church that loves missions. It's in our name. I'm so excited for what we're doing and to get to see um, all of well, the campus our lead pastors. Pastor, it comes from, it, it's important, yeah. too, that our lead pastor has a heart for missions right. and has this desire. And so it's for you to be able to, to follow that passion into uh, making much of Jesus. And so, Donnie, thank you for coming in this morning. So. We've wanted to have you for a while. I'm sure we'll have you yeah. back after you come back from a trip when you're super passionate <laughs> to, to kind of talk about the things that God is doing. But thanks for coming in. Thanks, today. Donnie. We appreciate it so thank much. And thank thanks you. for watching. Thanks for being a part of yeah. Mission City Podcast. Yeah, I love y'all. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the Mission City Podcast. If you enjoyed this session, then we encourage you to rate and review this podcast on whichever platform you are listening. It really helps us reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So thank you again, and we look forward to seeing you next week.